Coming up today on Locked On at Texas Tech, pouncing on the portal, including a new addition for the Red Raiders. Also, psychological coping options for fans regarding an entry or an exit. And we get familiar with Berkeley Ball, which right now identifies as a team on a three-game winning streak. Next, on Locked On Texas Tech. You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Great to see you again on Locked On at Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network. And thanks as always to those making us their first listen on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. It's your team every day, always free and available. Great price. Today's episode brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use our code Locked On College for 20 bucks off your first purchase with the only Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan. And Chris, this has been Diesel's favorite time of year if he was a college sports fan because we say fast and furiously over and over and over. (laughs) And it was coming that way again yesterday as the transfer portal window opened and then pouncing began. We've already seen an addition for Texas Tech. We've seen some other names enter the portal for Texas Tech you may or may not be familiar with, but we'll get to the impact that will be felt as a result of that. And yes, we do actually want to discuss a game on today's episode as well. We'll begin to get into an introduction to the California Golden Bears. Chris, let's start, however, with some of what uh, went down yesterday because you're kicking some names my way as far as a couple of guys added to the portal. And of course, as you see there on the screen, a tight end impact already felt and that shopping will actually continue now but uh what was happening there with texas tech football as you saw some entries you saw some additions in uh, day one i guess well the 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 first thing we'll get into the tech part but the first thing it it is uh it, it still is a shock to the system when like dylan gabriel going to the portal like he he was the offensive player of the year in the big 12 and you know, I think he had a great season, 10-win season, and it's like – and I think what, what you gather is is Oklahoma was kind of like, hey, man, appreciate everything you've done. However, time to go, you know, because uh, they've got the the young freshmen that they don't want to lose to the portal. Correct. This is similar to – Tyler, so we can localize it. It's very similar to, like, Tyler Shuck and Baron Morton. Like, okay – do, do I want to hold on to what I think is the next thing? And he's got lots of years of eligibility and then tell my proven guy or, or older guy, um, however flawed or whatever it may be like, Hey, you gotta, you, you gotta go, man. I appreciate it. But you know, thanks man. You know, it's just, it's, but it's, it's so weird. That is uh, Ohio state's starting quarterback. I mean, they, they, they were what seventh, I guess in the, in the CFP rankings and he's, Hey man, I'm out. Appreciate it, Buckeyes. And and maybe they and maybe they invited him to leave. Anyway, it's just and there's a lot more than that. I'm just saying th- these are some high profile, um, you know. And I, I see Tyler Shuck, and you you see him associated with Central Florida. You see him associated with Louisville. <clears throat> anyway, it's just uh, it's just kind of wild. Um, so, but what we're about to get into here is the the other side of the portal. So yesterday, uh, lightly reported, uh, under the radar, if you will, uh, backup offensive lineman Seth Martin, backup defensive back Nate Floyd, um, both 
uh, enter the portal. And what I mean by the other side is that this is the, the, the there are many reasons that the transfer portal was put in place. And, you, you know, and, and what, what we've seen initially is like guys are like, hey, man, I need to make more money or I'm going to go where I can make the most money or I'm not I, I want to go play, you know, a, a larger role. I was already playing. I want to go play a larger role and be a star somewhere. I want to elevate from one division, you know, to, to the next, you know, whatever it may be. These are guys that I think are just simply wanting to play. Um, ne- neither is a surprise at all. Uh, I think it was, I don't think either of them were necessarily invited to leave. However, if the conversation comes down to, Hey coach, man, just, just shoot me straight, man. Am I going to be able to, to play here? Man? No, you're not. I mean, that, that's kind of the, I, I think the way I'm gathering that that probably went. So, um, yeah, you, you, but it, it, it continues to not, what, what are we at? Callan, are we at eight or nine now in the portal? I'm going to say nine. Yeah, I think I that think. may be right. Yeah. First, first one on defense was Nate Floyd. Now, granted, there's a lot of youth there, so there's not everybody that, that was either redshirting or could play almost already was. Um, but Very but offense, yeah, offensively, yeah, you've got, you know, you've got a lot of young pieces uh, on the way up. But, uh, yeah, some older guys uh, bailed out. So It's kind of an interesting uh, psychological study. It's a psychological thing, to quote the great Lou Brown. Um to see the reaction to some of this on the offensive side of the football, Chris, you didn't have the offensive year you wanted to have, was one of the least productive, certainly passing-wise, um, this millennium for Texas Tech. Meanwhile, you're trying to balance that with one of your most productive rushing outputs <laughs> in a long, long time. So that's why I say it's interesting to kind of study the reaction here because there's obviously some really good and then there's some really, really bad. Um, and I see fans kind of taking it one of two ways, I guess, wherein, well, yeah, of course you'd have offensive guys bouncing because your offense was not good. You're trying to remodel or revamp the thing. But then you've got the other side as well that's saying, oh, are these guys bouncing because it's indicative of what they see the offense being or how they feel about offensive leadership? Does that make sense? I've seen this reaction in kind of two different ways. And maybe at the end of it, it just leads to the same place in that, you're trying to search for answers, but do you take it more so to be, you know, Texas Tech uh, really trying to upgrade or revamp some things? Are you picking up any indication that there's like player disgruntlement on that side that is more than just an individual kind of disgruntlement? How do you kind of, I guess, interpret some of this reaction? That's going to depend on who you ask. Um, I mean, I think if you asked uh, Baron Morton, Taj Brooks, Caleb Rogers, um, you know, you know uh, Xavier White, um, Koy Aiken, uh, you know, Caden Carr, that uh, they would sell you, they would they would look at you and go, "What are you talking about, disgruntlement?" And no, you know, uh, you know, we're but and, and I'll just I'll I'll just make this statement, and this is going to hold true today. And it doesn't matter on what side of the ball uh, it, it is. I firmly believe this. If there's ever a player that they do not want to lose, they won't. I mean, like firmly, if they don't want to lose this guy, um, you know, like, and that's the general feeling, whether yeah. it's, you know, that they won't lose them. I'll, I'll, I'll leave that, you yeah. know, um, and Joey, Joey's going to, you know, Hey man, transparency wish you well what can we do to help uh but there, there are there are 
you know, things in place to like, you know, if, 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 if it comes down to, you know, yeah, you know, NIL and all that, then, you know, cause this, it's different when you are, when you're already in your program, it's, you can't, you can't yes. use all this to like lure a guy and all that. That's not the way this is supposed to be set up. But when you, right. you have a player in your program, you know, there, there are things in place that I just, I, I don't, I don't believe in any way that if there's somebody they don't want to lose that they will, gotcha. you know? Yeah. If you um, want to put the full court press on, you feel like you can be successful. Yeah. With, with yeah. whoever it is. Um, yeah. And I'm sure that at some point there are limit or limits to that, but um, no, I, I don't, I, I'll just say that you, you haven't lost anybody that you, you didn't want to lose because I mean, you have to upgrade, you have to get faster you have to get better up front. I mean, these are all the things that, I mean, you have to get better at, you know, and, and you have to keep your quarterback healthy, you know, yes. I mean, we can, you know, all the offensive gnashing of teeth. I mean, it, it just starts there. That's just the reality of it. People may not get, may get sick of hearing it. I'm sick of saying it. It's the <laughs> truth. I mean, as we said, one, one college football program got kicked out of the CFP because their quarterback was hurt. You know, I mean, the, 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 you know, the, the folks in charge of running the sport seem to think it's important, too. But um, and they're very smart. So obviously well, beyond reproach. And they, and they are not. Uh, I think that's a great way to describe it, by the way, the folks running the sport, not leading the sport. I've seen yeah. so many complaints about college football leadership. And I'm like, buddy, you're missing the boat. There ain't no leadership. It's just various <laughs> warring factions of self-interest. That's all this thing has ever been and will continue to be for some period of time. All right, let's get to an addition for Texas Tech. First, today's episode brought to you by Game Time, and you shouldn't have to sweat it out when buying tickets to your favorite events, and with Game Time, you won't, because it's always a breeze. Using the Game Time app, where you're going to find killer last-minute deals, views from every seat, and their lowest price guarantee. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, and even an hour after it begins, which means Game Time is the place to find last-minute seats for any event. The fastest, easiest way to buy tickets, and not just fast, but it's also secure and simple to use when you download the Game Time app. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time by downloading the Game Time app, creating an account, and then use our code Locked On College for twenty bucks off your first purchase. That's Locked On College, L O C K E D O N C O L L E G E. Locked On College for twenty bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and use our promo code Locked On College. For $20 off. Download the Game Time app today for last minute tickets at the lowest price. Guaranteed. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, let's get to an addition for Texas Tech. Yeah. And this is one, Chris, that I was very interested to see. I knew that tight end was going to be high on the list of, of folks they were looking for or looking at. The addition comes in the form of a JUCO tight end named Alex Lines at a Garden City Community College, but the tight end shopping is not done. So I'd like to get your thoughts on Lines and um, I guess maybe why or how this is, has become a, 
a big time priority. I know because of some of the guys that you see in your rear view now, but they also were not guys that had uh, consistently, you know, big impact throughout the years. So I guess I'm still kind of questioning, like, how does Zach Kitley like to use a tight end or how largely can they factor in? So what do you make of it? Well, the and the reality is, is that, you know, again, Mason Tharp missed five games. True. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, Baylor Cup played through a, it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't like uh, Baron Morton's shoulder injury because this is this is an injury you could play through as a tight end, but he had it braced up and it wasn't um, you know it wasn't ideal for him. I'll just say that sure. uh, and in a big brace and kind of harness and all those things, and so that unfortunately uh, is what that position dealt with. And then you, you know then you obviously had Henry Teeter and, and Jaden York, uh, both kind of former walk on types and, and and all those things. I think you would love to have more of a, you know, because I think if Mason would have been healthy, I think that you know we we saw what he could do. But both so, of their impacts were felt whenever they were. Whenever they were, yeah, good. that's right, that's yeah. right. And 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 I think in the run game too. Um, I think yes. you know that that Mason and Baylor deserve, and that's kind of why this position is is it, it's one of those that allows you to be versatile. You know, it allows you to be kind of like you know different personnel groups and you can attack different things and some of that is involved in the run game too um but you, you know yeah you so baylor cup i think is is gonna is gonna I, I think he could play one more year but i think he's just gonna move on to the next phase in life is what i gather um and and then you know obviously with with, with mason you know in his injury history it's just kind of so yeah this is probably one a or his offensive line is one. This is one A as far as like needs, uh, because you 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 just look up and like Teeter graduates, Baylor Cups leaving. You, you were looking at Mason Tharp, your only scholarship tight end again with his injury history, bit of a question mark. And then you have uh, you know Jaden York, who I, you like, but he's just again maybe, maybe there's some limitations there. But I do I do like what he can do. And then Trey Jackson who is your, I think, from South Oak Cliff, that's a signee or will be a signee, but he's he weighs about 210, 215 pounds. This is a tight end you will grow up. You know, he's not ready to come do what you're going to ask him to do right out of the gate. So in, enter uh, Alex Lines into the chat, and you'll also enter uh, a new teammate for Alex Lines at some point, uh, hopefully soon, uh, because you, you'll you'll look to take at least two, and Alex Lines is now one of them. So you'll take at least one more, maybe a uh, maybe a third. We'll see. Um, uh, but Alex Lines has started out his career, I think, at University of Arizona. Uh, started a handful of games uh, there um, over a season's worth. Uh, then transferred to a junior college. Was all conference. Um, he's a physical blocker. Has pass catching ability. Big time wingspan. Um, he was in over the the weekend. Uh, his, you know, and I think Mason was one of the the, the hosts for him. Uh, but he's got two years left, and this is kind of what you're what you're looking for: uh, multi year guys that you know ha have proven, um, you know. But I think he's about six four, two forty seven ish, somewhere around there. So, uh, but yeah, I think you'll look, uh, you know, you'll look for a, a little bit more out of that position as we go on. But you know, again, got to keep him healthy too, kind of like the QB. Man, and you're right about, I, I kind of discount that sometime, but uh, the tight end impact we saw in the ground game and some of the creative ways that that we saw Coach Kitley and company come up with to involve them uh, in the run blocking and how, obviously, at various times, 
uh, that was clearly helping out the offensive line. And I think you just forget about that sometimes, thinking about them as pass catchers. Yeah, I think too many times, yeah, we just solely focus on uh, the catches that they make as opposed to all the other things because this offensive line needed help at times. I oh, think no the, the, the tight end group was was trying to give it, and it will continue to be that way as you completely rebuild your offensive line now. Before we leave this portal transfer conversation um, and get into some Cal introduction, my only be- – I just wonder how you feel about this. I, this is obviously broken. Th- this thing is not working. All the unintended consequences, th- something will have to be adjusted, right? This is an ease of movement era. Oh, the players are oppressed. They need cash. They need to go wherever they want. Well, the coaches get to go. I, you guys have heard all the, the arguments ad nauseum. Some rooted in some reality. Some just rooted in bitching and moaning. Um, the the eligibility factor, in my opinion, is where the solution conversation has to begin. The immediate eligibility deal, I think, is what drives what you alluded to at the beginning of our conversation. Like, hey. We got to wave goodbye to the Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year because we don't want to upset the incoming freshman. He might he might bounce, and then all of a sudden, boom, boom, boom. I, I'm not afraid of the transfer portal as a college sports fan or a college football fan, but what I do not like is the immediate eligibility part of it, especially within conference, Chris. Do you think there's any chance that ever is adjusted or tinkered with again, or is this just the brave new world we're going to live in? You know, and in and, and, and in some of these cases, like Shuck being one of them, Dylan Gabriel being another, it's they they are I think grad transfers, which means yeah. that you you have a you have carte blanche, man. You can do whatever you want. You can be eligible immediately, leave, and transfer. That that's the one. That's the one uh, paint it with a broad brush eligibility thing that like that's the you don't have to worry about anything. I'm okay with that. Yeah, you've gotten a degree, you've already invested. Yeah, that's you right. spent time here. I mean, I, I'm I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. And I do think, I do think they've tried to crack down. Like if you because you, and then everybody gets the freebie. Okay, everybody right. gets the the you can you can go once. Okay, but if you're you know, unless unless you're like like Alex Lines is a, is an example of somebody that he he was started out at Arizona and I and I want to say maybe there was a UNLV stint there too. Don't don't get me to lying, but but then he spins down, goes to JUCO, reestablishes his eligibility, and then it's like he can go wherever he wants, so he doesn't have to sit out a year. You follow me? Oh, really? I didn't know you could kind of reset the. Yeah, like if you if you you know <laughs> okay. if, if there's. You know, it's kind of confusing, but that sounds um, like the guy on death row that uh, medically died and then uh, said, "Hey, I should be released because I already died once." Yeah, that's you right. Heard yeah, that story? Yeah. That was a real story. You, you, you got you got me. Yeah, that's I, right. I, 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 even though I'm telling you that you got me, but I, I was, you know, uh, <laughs> he had like a medical episode before they yeah. hit the switch or something. Like, hey, yeah. but I'm already dead and I came back, so I should be a free man. Makes so sense to me. I'm good to go. No, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, sir, this, we mean you're done. Like, you're not, no, yeah, we, we, we're, this round of college football free agency, I saw yesterday, has already set a new record for I think over 500 entries already here to this point uh, in this window. Oh, we 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 have, we have another three plus weeks, three to four weeks to go. Right. I mean, th- this is because. You know, just because you didn't enter the portal initially, I mean, after the bowl game, there could be the next wave for for a variety of teams. You could go, man, I don't, I don't. Bowl practices didn't really go well for me. 
uh, or or man, these freshmen that are getting all these reps and practices, they're pretty good. I yeah. don't know if I'm <laughs> going to get to play. Whatever your reasoning. So that's why it ends uh, at the first of the year. They just shrunk it down from six weeks to four weeks because at some point we, we gotta, yeah, we, we gotta limit this deal. But yeah, the, the eligibility thing is bizarre because what you also still have is that COVID crap still floating around and that extra year and that sixth yeah. year and all that. And we're still not finished cycling through uh, that where guys get an extra year and all that stuff. And so it's very confusing. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't have a, I, I don't think. I think if you're outside the box, if you go somewhere and then you transfer somewhere, then you're that's where you're going to be, okay? Um, and then if you're a grad transfer, you get to go do whatever you want outside of those windows, man. You're right. I don't. I don't see. It's just not right. You you gotta at some point we gotta like kids gotta stick with decisions, man. Yeah. You know you can't just like get frustrated and bail out. Um, you know, or or keep keep seeking with your hand out. However you want to phrase it. Uh, right. Um, you know, and I, I mean, I'm not talking to anybody specific, but we, we all see, uh, every day what all is going on, uh, with sure. some of this stuff. I mean, so, and, and, and at some point does the, does the money run out? Does the, does the, the motivation, the, does the support, the, yeah. yeah, the financial support or does the motivation for people like, you know, does that run out? I don't, I don't know, but right now it's pretty strong. And like, if you want to, if you want to be serious about it and compete, you, you you better be serious about it uh, with with all aspects, or you're going to get left behind. Good God! I, and, and we hadn't even thought about. While well, you're probably thinking about it, we hadn't even discussed uh, all the stuff that still goes on under the table uh, behind the scenes. Or maybe nil rid us of all of that, right? Like it brought everybody to the light. I'm sure it just means more, folks. Okay, before we get out of here, Chris, let's actually look ahead to December. 16th and the cow golden bears first today's episode brought to you by linkedin jobs and if you've got a small business looking to hire new employees you're hoping for the biggest pool of top tier candidates possible and that's exactly why you got to check out linkedin jobs linkedin has all the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free all on one easy to use and secure platform and linkedin isn't just another job board they've got a far-reaching network of more than a billion professionals and hiring the best becomes easy when you have that many qualified candidates so easy that 86 percent of small businesses get a qualified candidate within only 24 hours with all the hats you wear as a business owner, the time or resources to hire quality candidates can be hard to come by, but LinkedIn carries the load for you with the quick, easy, and intuitive process. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free today with LinkedIn jobs. Terms and conditions apply. So let's actually look ahead to December 16th and the cow golden bears hello nice to know you nice to meet you hadn't seen you before uh all i know about you is your stadium is going to be broken in half by a fault line at some point in the future and maybe that's why nobody shows up to the games everybody's terrified of falling into a sinkhole i don't know but we had some uh comments from some cow golden bear fans that thought i was being as kind to them as anyone they've heard regarding some of their losses this year i talked about the quality of some of the opponents they had fallen to, Chris. And I guess I'm just a little jaded by the fact that we got an L next to Wyoming on our schedule. And I didn't see something <laughs> like that on their schedule, even though they got beat by Auburn early on in the year. But SEC team, whatever. 
But what is standing out to you, uh, Chris, as we begin to turn our attention to Cal? So, you know, they, they uh, this was a program that was three and six, uh, you know, and a team that was three and six at one point, and they have won three in a row to get to this point. Um, it's the first bowl game uh, in four years. Um, they they played in, a, in bowl games, I think, 2018, 2019. Uh, Justin Wilcox has been there since 2017. He, ironically enough, is coached with uh, Tim DeRuiter and Marcel Yates uh, at, at various times during that uh, tenure there that are now on the Texas Tech staff. Uh, Justin Wilcox was actually on the Cal staff. This is a true story uh, back in 2004 uh, <laughs> when these teams played in the bowl game the first time. Um, they, they have a – so, like, there's a couple things that, uh, that that are going on with them. One is – Jake Spavital, you know, was their offensive coordinator, play caller and all that. He is no longer there. He took the job at Baylor. And so they have promoted Tim Plow, who coaches, I think, their tight ends. Uh, he's going to coach the QBs and call the plays, I gather, in the bowl game. But he's already taken the head job at UC Davis. So they, mm -hmm. they lose two guys off of their offensive staff. One is no longer there. One is still going to remain there through the bowl game, which is uh, a week and a half away. It's going to be, be here quickly. And so that there's that dynamic. Um, their, um, you know, their their quarterback uh, is, situation is a weird one uh, because they have three quarterbacks that played in games. One of them is in the portal. One of them is hurt. It doesn't sound like he will be available for the bowl game. And the other one is the is Fernando Mendoza, who's the starter, uh, but he was the third string guy to start the season out. So um, it, it, that it's a, so they're, they're not real sure or we're not real sure who the backup quarterback will be for the bowl game. Fernando Mendoza, who's I think originally from Miami, um, is the is the starter. And, and just to I think kind of figuring this thing out and, um, you, know, you know, and all that stuff. But and, and then I think their their backup running back, uh, Isaiah Infance, uh, is somebody that uh, is not going to play in this bowl game. And so really it's it all points to just their identity being Jade Knott, you know, the, mm -hmm. their, their stud running back who's I think seventh in the country. Um, and, and I, I, you know, averaged a few more yards, uh, uh, you know, per game, I think, uh, or, or, or slightly better yards per carry average than Taj Brooks is, I guess what I meant to say. So maybe slightly more explosive, but no, he's a handful, but that's kind of, so they, anyway, so winning streak, uh, there's a lot of connections there. Uh, with, uh, you know, and I was thinking about all the connections. Uh, you know, Sonny Dykes is a connection to this game because Sonny Dykes coached your place for a long time, and then Sonny Dykes was the head coach at Cal previously. Uh, Davis Webb played for both of these teams uh, as the starting quarterback. Um, and I think, you know, obviously when he played for Cal, it was with Sonny. I was thinking about you know, Cal's basketball program right now, uh, Jalen Tyson and Fardos, uh, AMAC, both are, are sitting over there going, hey, we, we know that logo. I Good, good luck, football guys. And, and, and the irony is that Jalen Tyson and Jerron Bradley were like best friends growing up uh, or, or in high school. And, and yet Bradley won't play in this game. Um, yeah. Yeah, so anyways, I was just trying to think of like racking my brain of all the different Cal Texas Tech connections, whether it be current or past, and that's what I could come up with there. So there's uh there's my intro. But yeah, be, yeah, they'll be they'll be good. I think I saw Cal had uh, maybe six or seven guys in the portal by this point in time, mm -hmm. somewhere kind of in the same ballpark as you. Uh one of them a former four-star linebacker for whatever that's worth, but 
Um, I'm just wondering, I don't know what Sonny Cumbie's doing December 16th. Can he just come stand on the sideline just to him freak too. him out a little bit? Or He's in Louisiana or, 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 or resides there uh, now. Um, yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> he – uh, I mean, he, he's yeah, he, he's legendary in this game from that. Yeah, let's uh, get him out like there. Joe Filani. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we, yeah. we, that, that was yeah, back in 04, man. I mean, uh, and 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 the at the Holiday Bowl, all these these halftime things for these bowl games or or Big Twelve title games. I don't know what you thought about the Nelly deal or if you even saw it. Uh, I didn't. My daughter was at this game and she was like, "Dad, who is this guy?" And I'm like, "Oh no, <laughs> yeah," because it, you know, you know, it was. It, it's a different generation ago. Oh, old Nelly was uh, yeah. with a little band-aid underneath and all that. Um, but at the Holiday Bowl, they basically were like they were. We were there for a few days before it, and they basically like the guys that put it on. They were like, man, we we don't get into the whole halftime show thing. We believe in bands and fireworks. He's like, you should see our pyro budget. All right. And so um, that that Holiday Bowl sits down in that uh, kind of a you know. It, it's lower uh, in, in the ground, I guess, compared to where there's some some mountainous yeah. you know region around it, and that they just blew up everything, and that smoke just stayed right there. So that's what I always <laughs> remember. It was like this hazy fog yeah. uh, in that second half, and I'm thinking, like, am I really seeing what, what's going on here? Are you about to beat this Cal team with all these uh, all these dudes over there and Aaron Rodgers? And uh, no, sure enough, uh, you you did. Yeah, I mean, Cal is so so like supportive of bands. Sometimes they just integrate them into a football game. So uh, they really take that stuff seriously out there. Man, this is why Cowan is the goat, folks. That is uh, that is what you call a professional. Man is out on the field. Man is out on the field. How could we forget yes, greatest yes. Cal football memory of all time? All right, Chris, uh, enjoyed it as always, man. Appreciate the insight and make sure you're subscribed out there so we can uh, continue to help you get familiar either with the Cal Golden Bears or maybe with some new names continuing to come across uh, who will become Red Raiders during this portal season. Thanks, Chris. We'll do it again tomorrow. Enjoyed it. Um, keep hope alive, everybody, and keep your head on that swivel. <laughs> uh, we've got a game day episode coming up when we rejoin you next, so we'll have some hoops to talk tomorrow. We'll hear from Tech Head Coach Grant McCaslin as the Red Raiders are back at United Supermarkets Arena, so don't miss that. And never miss anything. Why would you even miss one? Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. For Chris, I'm Casey, and we'll see you for the next round on Locked On Texas Tech.